Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Welcome to another edition of Alternative News brought to you by Romina Betzin and Andrew Irving from the Campaign for International Cooperation and Disarmament produced at the community radio station 3CR. This week we can present part of the list of donors from 3CR and so far we have received a total amount of $1,835. There is more to come. We thank you for your donations to 3CR, supporting the alternative news. Today we will speak about the leaked US documents marked top secret, the Western racist wars, Greece's downfall and redemption. Leaked US documents marked top secret. The United States was listening to the conversations of centre-right president Jacques Chirac his successor, Nicolas Sarkozy, and the current French leader, François Hollande, elected in 2012. The recorded conversations, which were handled by the Summary Services Unit of the NSA, were said to reveal few state secrets, but show clear evidence of the extent of American spying on countries considered allies. WikiLeaks documents suggested that other US spy targets included French cabinet ministers and the French ambassador to the United States. According to the documents released by WikiLeaks, Sarkozy is said to have considered restarting the Israeli-Palestinian peace talks without US involvement. They also purported to show that Hollande feared a Greek Eurozone exit as far back as 2012. The documents are said to include summaries of conversations between French government officials on the global financial crisis, the future of the European Union, the relationship between Hollande's administration and Merkel's government, French efforts to determine the makeup of the executive staff of the United Nations and a dispute between the French and US governments over the latter spying on France. In 2012, just days after Hollande took office, according to WikiLeaks documents, he approved holding secret meetings in Paris to discuss the Eurozone crisis, particularly the consequences of a Greek exit from the Eurozone. The files say Hollande believed German Chancellor Angela Merkel had given up on Greece and was unwilling to budge. It is reported that for almost 10 years the United States has listened into French presidents. It was also classed top secret or special intelligence. This for sure would raise the problem of the relationship of trust between allies. The Western Racist Wars Radicalisation is a new dirty word in the US and the West. Have you wondered whether at some point in the past hundred years the US gave the rest of the world a safe word? Hillary Clinton has been speaking out against racist terrorism of Dalen Roof, despite being the architect of US military intervention in Libya. The United States' record of invasions, assassinations and government overthrows are racist. 
when you kill people and seize control of their resources without believing them to be inferior requires a certain amount of intellectual flexibility. The same sort of intellectual flexibility that allows people to express grief for migrants who drown in the Mediterranean and hatred for the ones who survive. Part of the American mindset comes from the fact that the United States was formed through the racist overthrow and murder of indigenous people and the stealing of their lands. The reason the whole country is such a horrible story is that the entire thing is built on an old Indian graveyard. White America wants to believe that racial fault only runs as deep as the Confederate flag. The current uproar is, seems to be limited to the fact that names of Southern Civil War generals are on street signs, while the faces of slave owners are still on their currency. Of course, not everybody gets behind the United States' view of itself, which is why it is the world's largest producer of propaganda. Last year's biggest movie, American Sniper, was billed as the story of the US Army's deadliest soldier, which must have felt pretty annoying for the guys who dropped the atomic bomb on Hiroshima. We live in situations where posting Let's Riot or Bro on Facebook will get you a couple of years in prison, while writing a column saying we should bomb Syria is practically an entrance exam for public intellectuals. These wars are not just about oil. Oil is an important ingredient in the rationale behind the war in the Middle East but it is only a side benefit from what has been Israel's and therefore America's long-term strategy. The primary purpose of an invasion of Iraq and regime change was to ensure that no country or government in the region has a capacity to threaten Israel's security or interfere in its long-term goal of being the only regional superpower. These wars are about power. It's about who will rule the world's economy and peoples. Greece's downfall and redemption. Decades of excessive military spending account for Greece's present downfall. European governments and news media show the problem of Greece's financial miseries as public spending carelessness. The truth is that Greece's debt has been incurred from years of wasteful military spending. That is the tragic downfall of the country, which European creditor governments and mainstream news media strongly ignore. But in this understanding of Greece's modern tragedy, there is hope for democratic renewal and recovery. Instead of more austerity imposed on workers and pensioners, the solution is for Greece to embark on a massive disarmament program to overturn decades of reckless militarism. Greece's outstanding total debt is around $320 billion, or 175% of its national economic output GDP. Its creditors, the Troika of European Union, European Central Bank and the International Monetary Fund, are insisting that the Athens government must oversee more public cuts. 
The reality is austerity is only driving the, the Greek economy into further depression and debt. That certainly means more and more of the Greek people's sovereignty rights are cut away to the point of becoming a vessel state dictated to by foreign governments and financial capital. As a foreboding sign of things to come, Greek Prime Minister Alexis Tsipras' latest offer of raising corporate taxes in place of cutting pensions was slapped down last week by the Troika. The arrogant demand for more austerity has now forced the Greek government to put the choice to the public in the form of a proposed referendum on the EU's bailout terms to be held today, the 5th of July. Greece's debt crisis appears to be heading to an even sharper crisis point, but the Greek origin of the word krisis also has a positive meaning of decisive event. The Greek people should reject the never-ending debt addiction that the EU creditors and IMF have hooked the country on. What the Greek people can turn to is a realistic and altogether more democratic and humane option of demanding their country slash its corrupt military spending. To put Greece's military spending into perspective, it is double the ratio that most other European countries currently spend on defence. For example, Germany spends 1.2% of GDP, Italy 1.1%, Netherlands 1.2% and Belgium 1.1%. Last week, Cyprus offered to cut the military budget by $200 million, or a mere 5%, but the offer was rejected by the IMF because it stated that its rules do not permit interference in a country's defence policy, to which Cyprus and the Greek electorate should respond with their own rebuff of the IMF, especially evident with the IMFs throwing billions of dollars to the regime in Kiev, which is waging war on the eastern Ukrainian population. But, Andrew, that's only a minor start to addressing the Greek tragedy. The Greek people have legal and moral grounds to reject the entire debt mountain as illegitimate or, as economists would say, repulsive debt. During the decade up to the onset of crisis in 2010, Greece was regularly spending 7% of its GDP on military Some estimates that during that decade, the country spent a total of $150 billion on defence or half of the current debt pile. As Greek economist Angelos Philippides told The Guardian back in April 2012, for a long time, Greece spent 7% of its GDP on defence when other European countries spent an average 2.2%. Moreover, Greece's past military expenditure was involved in corruption. The biggest European weapons dealers to Greece are German and French companies. The Berlin and Paris governments continued to supply Greece with loans because the country was using the money to buy massive amounts of weapons from their manufacturers. Today, the single biggest institutional creditors to Greece are Germany and France. 
those countries stand accused of criminal irresponsibility in racking up Greece's debt precisely because so much of the money was being spent to prop up the German and French economies through profitable arms sales. It is a monumental irony that German leader Angela Merkel is most vehement in lecturing Greece about living within its means, rather than directing corrective action at the source of the problem. It is Greek workers, pensioners, the young and the sick who are being made to pay for the money that they actually never saw. If the Greek people reject the entirely artificial debt crisis, it would restore their country's economy on a sound footing. They should and can reject debt slavery and dictate. By doing so, Greece may redeem the meaning of demoskratia, people power. And what a beautiful conclusion in the Greek tragedy that would be not only for the people of Greece, but right across all the debt-ridden Western countries. Greece is hailed as the ancient birthplace of democracy. Two millennia on, it could also be the very place for its renaissance. We have two announcements. Talisman Saber, some of the world's largest military exercises has begun to take place in central Queensland from July 4th to the 18th. The giant U.S. nuclear-powered aircraft carrier USS George Washington is in Brisbane port right now. It is on its way to participate in some of the world's largest military exercises. Talisman Sabre is a joint US-Australia rehearsal for war that takes place every two years in Australia, primarily on the central coast of Queensland at Shoalwater Bay, north of Rockhampton. Talisman Sabre 2015 is expected to involve 34,000 US and Australian personnel, 22,000 US and 12,000 Aussies engaged in nuclear weapons capable land, sea and air warfare practice. The second announcement is that the IPAN, Independent and Peaceful Australian Network Conference, will be held on 8th and 9th of July. People from all over Australia will be gathering in Brisbane to attend the IPAN Forum and National Conference. The focus of these two events is how to move our government away from its subservient acceptance of U.S. troops, planes, ships and bases on our soil. Join us next week for a report on the human rights record of the United States in 2014. Thank you for listening to Alternative News. I'm Romina Betsin and Andrew Irving. Looking forward to your company again next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.